Hey guys, hoping you're doing well. You know, quite a few podcasts at the minute, and so you know, appreciate if you're keeping up to date. Um, you probably know about as much as I know about um, where my motivation will be when I wake up the next day. Um, look, it's it's not been amazing. I didn't expect it to be. If we go back. Um, you know, if we go back probably like 10 weeks from now, you will have heard me. I, I don't, you know, a couple of you have asked me. I don't, I say couple, one person has asked me. Um, I don't listen back. I never do. Um, I think I listened back once when um, a lady told me that I was aggressive and walking past a kid's playground. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to have to listen to this back because... That's quite a statement. Um, but anyway, I, I did. I listened back to that one. But I, I'm not one to, you know, go back and listen back and, and hear. But I obviously I know little bits about, you know, things that I've said, topics I've covered and, and whatnot. And, um, you know, it probably wasn't 10 weeks ago, like I just said, that I did a podcast. And I said, if, if over the next... Um, or sorry, I said if until Christmas, I believe, you know, I could average 50 mile a week, I'd take that and I'd be really delighted with that because it doesn't sound like a lot, but I knew the alternative and the alternative would be that maybe, you know, the running would get to the point where, you know, it's zero and and that's the alternative. The alternative might be that you got to a place where, you were so frustrated and, and so fed up that you just decided that you'd, you'd had enough with running and um, and that it wasn't doing it for you anymore. Um, at the minute, <clears throat> at the minute, um, I, I was writing down a couple of things last night and some was um, like, you know, I write down things that I'm grateful for. Um, but also, it's sometimes good to remember that Everything that you're doing with running, you're not necessarily doing it all for running, right? So I wrote down a few things like remember remember that when you're having a good night's sleep and you're going to bed at a reasonably good hour and, you know, you're trying to put a bit of emphasis on a better night's sleep, that's not just for running. That That's for your body. That's for your health. And, you know, I'm talking about when you're when you're picking healthy foods and you're picking fruits and you're picking vegetables and, you know, you're not living off bakes and, and sausage rolls and, and all stuff like this, again, that's not just benefiting your running career. That's that's benefiting you too. Um, and when I started looking at things like this, you know, it was like, you're kind of like, there's a really good exercise. And the exercise is if you're frustrated with something, um, it's, it's, it's essentially, if you've ever heard of or read a book called The Chimp Paradox, just a second, <clears throat> sorry, if you've ever read or heard of a book called Chimp Paradox, it's known as Exercising the Chimp. Um, and for 15 minutes, you are supposed to try and express yourself about the thing that, that you're annoyed about. And so imagine, imagine you're annoyed that, you know, you're, your husband or your wife or whatever, they don't, 
they don't do enough around the house for you to like feel like they're doing their bit. And you're going to go and you're going to go, I'm just so frustrated. I have to do everything and I have to do the washing. And he never helps me clean the dishes and he never cooks. And I'm always tidying up his mess and it's just getting disgraceful. And he makes no effort whatsoever and he never cooks and he never, you've already said that. And it's just, it's just a disgrace. He should be making way more effort. If he loved me, he'd make way more effort. And you're going to get the about two and a half minutes. If you get the two and a half minutes and you're going to be like, I'm exhausted, <laughs> you know, and that's that's known as exercise in your chimp. And obviously, when they talk about the chimp, the chimp is the side of your brain that, you know, the emotional side of your brain, the, the side of your brain that doesn't follow logic and, and, you know, gets wound up by things and over-exaggerates things and, and can dramatize things. And and so they say if, if it was a real-life chimp, you wouldn't you wouldn't exercise a real-life chimp you know, in a safe environment or in like a public place or blah, blah, blah. So when you're exercising your own chimp, you pick a friend, you, you pick someone to listen to you, or you just say it out loud yourself, pretend you're sitting with a counselor and, and, and spit it all out and time yourself and see how long you get. And then take a deep breath and say, right, everything that I've just said, how much of that do I really care about? How much of everything that I've just said do I really give a shit about or am I just moaning for the sake of moaning or was I trying to moan longer than what I possibly could? That's when you have to take a step back. That's when you have to slow everything down and then you have to be like, okay, how do I constructively move forward from here? How do I do something about this? How do I make some changes? Um, And so yesterday for me was probably a case of, you know, Stephen, start figuring out I'd already done this 10 weeks ago. I had already wrote a list of all the things that hypothetically coronavirus was going to change. And we're talking about lack of physio. We're talking about lack of massage support. You know, we're talking about lack of races. We're talking about lack of social interaction, no training partners, etc., etc. You're making a list of all those things. And then you're trying to figure out if there's anything you have to do. If there's going to be no physio and massage, does that mean you have to train a little bit less? Does that mean, like me, you have to jump on a bike for some of the training, et cetera, et cetera? Um, over the last week, I've been, I've been very probably frustrated. It's probably been like the last two weeks. And, you know, I, I've, you know, I, I told you guys that I really struggled through that mile session probably like 10 days ago now. And I just struggled psychologically. It was a great session. The times were good, but struggled psychologically. And, and, you know, that was probably the beginning. And then that's the day my back hurt a little bit. And then, you know, two days later or three days later, I'm doing the 10K tempo around the park. And again, I'm, I'm showing up and I'm not really arsed about it. And, you know, I, I, I end up, it was supposed to be two times three mile, but I end up doing 10K. And, and the pattern that I've been noticing is a lack of discipline. The pattern that I'm noticing is a lack of discipline. You're not doing the strength and conditioning stuff. You're not doing your yoga. You're not doing your prehab. You're not looking after the nutrition. <clears throat> Instead of going for a seven or eight mile run, you're doing a run over the mountain. It could be anything from 90 minutes to two hours. 
there's just a massive, massive lack of discipline. What starts happening when discipline drops off, you start to get little injuries, you start to motivation drops, because if you're not sleeping and eating good, you know, you're, you're probably on one, on one hand, you're disappointed with yourself. On the other, you know, good food, good nutrition, good sleep. It all leads to better, better feeling. The body feels better. It's like putting shite, you know, petrol in your car. You wouldn't do it. Putting something in your car that's half petrol, half water. No chance. Um, so look, that's where I'm at. Um, I, I think the, the first massive, massive um, per discipline move. When I was speaking to the psychologist yesterday, um, we were talking about the run over the morns and that I thought that was like, not the beginning of the end, but certainly the beginning of, you know, per discipline and, and, and per stuff like this. And we look back and, and he said to me, he said, you know, did you do any preparation for it? And I was like, no. And he was like, well, well, you know, would you, would you have rocked up to the start line of Doha with no preparation and just said, Hey, let's see how it goes. And I was like, of course not. And he was like, so like, what's the difference? <clears throat> Jeez, my throat's pretty bad this morning. And he was right, you know, like, <clears throat> sorry, this is awful. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, that was probably, look at the end of the day. And, and we both know this, me and Gary know this. If Boston, if Boston was still on the cards, you know, if Boston was still going to exist and, um, there, there's no coincidence that on the Wednesday on the podcast, I told everybody, or maybe it was a Thursday, I told everybody that, you know, I'm not going to do the morns. It's a silly idea. I could get injured or worse, you know, something really bad could happen. Um, and then, you know, Boston gets cancelled and two days later I run over the morns. Um, it, it was a, it was a, it was an emotional decision. It was a, probably a pretty ballsy decision, but a pretty dumb one. Um, and then as a knock-on effect, that just started to, once the dis- discipline slips once, um, you, you almost encourage and invite your body and mind to, to get as lazy as it wants. Um, what then followed was poor nutrition for a few days. You know, I was going to, and there's nothing wrong with this every now and again, but I'm going to the spa, I'm picking up four four bottles of cider, a chicken pie, and, you know, wedges. And I'm going home, and I'm throwing it all in the oven. I'm putting the ciders in the fridge. And, and you know, and I'm tucking into that. And so, look, it's not the worst thing in the world. It was two weeks in the scheme of things. There was probably eight really good weeks. And then there was two not-so-good weeks. And this is now week three. So at the end of the day, I woke up Monday. I wasn't that motivated, but there's a saying I used to be pretty um, good with. And I used to say, even if you're not super motivated, what you should do is try to keep the training diary looking good just in case at the end of the week you are motivated. And that was it. You know, it was, you might not be motivated today, but if you can keep the training diary looking good, you know, it doesn't matter if you're not motivated to go do the training, but if you can go do it and you can get it done in some way, shape or form, you don't have to love it every time you do it. It means when you get to the end of the week, if your motivation has started to come back, you'll be far, far, far better off. 
if you're if you're waiting around for the motivation to come to you, it probably won't. Um, especially if you're not training. Um, I, I've I've kind of been like kind of motivated, not motivated, and you know, I, I went for a run last night. I didn't run yesterday morning. I waited. I fucking hate road bumps. Like the rip the shite clean out of your car. Um, especially if speed I bloody go over them. So maybe it's my fault. Maybe I slow down. Anyway, I go for a run last night. Um, and I'm, it's the first time in a long time that I've, you know, started the run without much pain. Um, and then also when I finish the run, not as much pain. And what then happens when that's the case is you get this sense of like, oh, I might actually be able to run tomorrow. And, oh, I might actually be in the clear and maybe this injury is going to, like, fuck off, essentially. Um, and that was a big thing to happen because I think I didn't realize how much over the last week or so that the injury was upsetting me. Not upsetting me like, you know, I'm going to go home and cry, but certainly upsetting my, like, mindset and my mood and, um, you know, my motivation towards training or my my general happiness about running in general and things like this. So, um, and then I'll, so I'll tell you what I did yesterday. Um, I I did an exercise with I pretty much I I involved Haas. Um, he didn't know I was going to involve him, but I went to go for a nap and I spoke to Gary and you know I had I had talked about. You know, my my mood had gone right to the point where I was thinking about like, is that enough running for me? You know, am I should I should I retire? Should I quit? If I do retire and quit, um, you know, what do I do? Do I do I start some work? Gary had suggested doing a CV. Gary had it was Gary suggested about LinkedIn. I had opened up to you guys about potential work and 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 it's not that I'm still very much open to including some ways to generate a financial income during everything that's going on. But the exercise that I did was going through the motions of what it would be like to retire, right? And and a couple of things happened. A couple of really valuable things. First of all, it's a lot harder, it's a lot easier to say and even think I'm going to retire than it is to actually go ahead and do it. Um, going ahead and doing it means, you know, I'm I'm an honest person, and I and I think you guys would have gathered that by now. And so what I mean by that is, I wouldn't be able to retire in my brain, but you know, not tell Under Armour. So I would I would have to from the day that I decided not to be committed to being as professional as I possibly can, I would need to tell Under Armour that, and I I couldn't receive a paycheck for something that I'm not doing. And actually. It's part of the reason I'm struggling right now. Part of the reason why I'm struggling is because I don't feel useful. You know, I'm sitting around, I'm training, I'm I'm doing what I can, but there's no races. I, I explained it last night. You know, it's like it's like buying all the ingredients, you know, to cook a good meal, cutting it all up and then just leave it sitting on sitting on the sideboard. You know, that's what it feels like right now to be training and not racing. You're prepping, you're, you're doing, you're doing all the little things. You're, you're basically getting the body ready to, like I talked about the ingredients, cook. But then you're just leaving it sitting. You know, you're just sitting on your couch as fit as, you know, as possibly as you can be, but you're not doing anything practical with it. Um, 
Now, maybe, of course, it's a little bit different than that, but it doesn't feel good. That's what I would say. Um, so, look, yeah, I went through the motions. I, you know, I, I emailed Haas and, you know, I had, I, had, I had talked as if I was going to talk the Under Armour and, and, you know, the whole speed, you know, thanks very much. And, and you know, it's a shame what's happening and it, it's not good. It's not good for everybody. And, and, you know, I know it's not anybody's fault and blah, blah, blah. And, um, it's amazing when you do that, then, like, <laughs> obviously it's not real because it wasn't happening. And, and I think the exercise was basically to, like, be grateful for what I have and, you know, like, realize that that's not something that I want to do. Um, what it also helped to do um, would make me realize that, you know, all right, I might have only spent a day or two looking at, like, you know, potential jobs or potential careers or things like this. But I guess the assumption with most runners is probably that one day they'll say no more running and they'll expect to just, you know, jump into a job. What's been happening recently, you know, once I mentioned on the podcast is people are reaching out to me. But the general thing that people are saying is, sorry, I don't have anything for you. Um, and that's and that's that's probably a real like shame, I'm going to say. But at the same time, it's a real um, eye opener that while you're running, you should definitely be working on a CV. You should definitely be realizing that quicker than maybe you might have wanted, the running thing could just stop and you might need to have some form of backup plan. You might need to, it's a really good exercise if you are a runner, um, open up a CV and start start looking at it, start looking at your own CV and start thinking, you know, like if the only thing I can write on this CV is that I was an athlete, you know, is that enough? Is that going to be enough for an employer to employ you? Now, uh, in a wee minute, give it a rest. Is that going to be enough for an employer you know, to employ you, to want to employ you? Does it showcase your skills? Do you need to start doing voluntary work, um, part-time work, certificates, qualifications, etc., etc.? Um, it, it's something really worth thinking about. Um, today, I'm at the Mary Peters track. I'm going to do a bit of a warm-up, and then I'm going to try to do some hills. Don't know how my glute's going to feel. Not going to put any pressure on speed of hills or anything like that um i'm I'm just gonna you know try to get try to get something decent done um this week is just gonna be trying to simplify things i'm only gonna run once a day you know not gonna probably not gonna do any cycling but i might do a little bit i'm not gonna put any pressure on that um, and if i can get a, a decent week behind me um i think i think there's a once you once you do run and you get a bit of running done you do tend to re-motivate yourself quite naturally. It, it kind of just happens. Um, but yeah, like I say, no pressure on this week. Look, we are all struggling. Um, I sometimes struggle for a day or two. And then, you know, Nala, just you sit down in there. Sit. This is wild. Um, I, I, I tend to snap out of it pretty quick. Um, but part of snapping out of it was starting to look at a CV, starting to look at LinkedIn, starting to feel a bit more productive. You know, like I said, there, people have got in touch about like maybe one on one Zoom stuff or, or even like there's a group I'm, I'm going to do a Zoom call with Thursday night. And, and I think this really helps me feel a little bit more productive. Um, and it's not just running, you know, there's a little bit more to it than that. And um, 
I think that was a really important thing to realize that there was an unhappiness there due to the fact um, that um, all I was doing was little bits of training um, for races that, like we've talked about, don't exist right now. Um, it can sound like I'm yapping about things that just, I, you know, I, I ran with a friend last night. He used to run a long time ago. He doesn't anymore, but he just does little easy runs. Um, and I was like, you know, God, like, like, what are humans like? You know, I'm moaning that I'm being paid by Under Armour to run once or twice a day and I feel useless. And it can sound like you're you're acting spoilt or you're acting like, but it's mad that like, you know, it's so hard to just feel, for me personally, it's just so hard to feel non-productive. My training usually feels so productive because it's geared towards these big races and these big days. Whereas right now it just feels like, you know, it's wasted fitness or wasted training. But look, things are starting to pop back. You know, restrictions are starting to ease. Countries like New Zealand have already had a full stadium of people. What are you crying about? Eh? What are you crying about? We're getting out of car in a wee minute. Jesus. Hey, girl, sit down. Um, countries like New Zealand already had a full stadium of, of you know, spectators in a game. Um, and so, look. You know, fingers crossed, I do hope things start to pop back to normal for all of us, not just myself. Um, and look, I hope less negativity from here forward. You know, I tweeted last night that the world has enough fucking negativity going on at the minute in all sorts of directions, not just coronavirus. So look, if I can be a bit more positive and, and that has a positive impact, then if I can not even be positive, but if I can just show the ability to not give up through a shitty time, you know, I think that's enough. So, look, I'm planning to do that. Um, now I've got to take Nala for a wee warm-up jog because she's about to go crazy here. Um, but, look, everybody take care um, and be safe.